Beach headphones on. Hello, and welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and we are not here to self-develop. This isn't about self-development. It's about true transformation. That's what we're doing on this show, transforming our lives through better habits, mindset shifts, and all these other ways that we can find to access our best self, our next best self, and our next best self, of which there is no limit. So I'm super excited. I love a new year because, you know, I get to make lists and all those kind of things that I love to do. So we have a very special guest today, and we're going to talk all about some specific questions and habits, and you're just fine where you are, Mr. Justin Wren, our guest today. Thank you um, for having who me. Who needs no introduction, honey. at least not on this show. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. You're, you're good. I can hear you good. Okay, great. You sound great. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, how are you today? I'm good. It is... Got out of an ice bath about an hour ago. Yeah. A Just long ice lunch, bath. A mm-hmm. long ice bath. Mm-hmm. thought it was going to be two to three minutes, and I think I did six <laughs> to seven minutes. Um, yeah, your ice bath habit is truly admirable. I'm so impressed. Mm-hmm. I've been telling you that for a couple of days now, that I'm just so impressed with how you show up for your... For your um, ice bath. It's truly amazing. And like, I think that you've developed that over the years, but now it's like a real live practice, probably because you have one here at home, but yeah, having one here at home, but also just you saying that reminded me of, it's almost like I notice the days I don't meditate. Yeah, me too. Right. Mm -hmm. So ice bath is that for me now. Yeah. I notice when I don't have it. Wow. Yeah, I notice it. And like what Paul, you my friend from On It, uh, was here today. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him I notice the days I don't take one because, and I've had this shift. I've been practicing ice baths for 13, 14 years now. Mm-hmm. But since we've had one the last two years, I've done it a lot more frequently. And I notice that I've had a shift. A shift, especially maybe the last six months, to like what you said yesterday when I got in the ice bath and you were sitting there talking to me and I was able to just talk normally back to you and focus on my breath a little bit and get in and get out and calmly the whole time. That's crazy. I was thinking, I've had this shift where I, I used to think, oh man, this is going to be hard. Oh man, this is going to suck. Oh man, this is going to steal my breath away and I'm going to have to yeah, I have really, all yeah. When I do it, which has been months. now my only thoughts going into it are, oh, this is going to be so good for me. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, this is the benefits I'm going to get are so worth it. Mm-hmm. And that's truly like my inner dialogue now. It's not, oh, this is going to be cold. I'll still have some of those days every now and then. But for the most part, what outweighs that, outshines that is, oh, this is so good for me. Was that surprising? Like, did you all of a sudden notice it and you were like, <laughs> I think it really said in these last two days, oh, but it's, but it's, it's been, recent. yeah, but it's <laughs> like verbalizing it, uh, but thinking it has been there for like the last six months and we've had a lot more people coming over and getting in the ice bath, right? Introducing people to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you've been and training more, so you've been bringing more people mm-hmm, over and stuff. World so. champions, Olympic champions uh-huh. and people that are on the rise and when they get in, and they have that fight or flight and think they can't do it or their breath goes That's what I do. instead of uh, just normal breath. Uh-huh. I get to talk them through everything I'm thinking when I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Like remind yourself, this is good for your body. Remind yourself like you're going to feel so great afterwards. And so now I really know what I'm missing if I don't do it. And let's just note for anybody that's thinking, oh, I could do a cold shower. It's not the same. It's not the same. I yeah. think cold showers are harder personally. Mm-hmm. You don't, but I do. I, I th- don't know. For me, I want the full immersion or submersion, like submerging my head mm-hmm. and getting my, at least getting all the way neck deep because yeah. I think I adjust that much faster. I don't think I ever adjust in a shower. Half my body's No, out. I don't think you do. I, I don't think I do. I don't know. I feel like I kind of do. Like I get in a zone where I can breathe well in the shower and I start saying some affirmations because I like to do that, which I know Adrienne of Morosco mm. Forge does that too. Yeah. When she, with her deliberate cold exposure practice that she expo- shares with people, she has meditations for it and stuff. So I think for me, the last cold shower I did was whenever we didn't have hot water here. So the water was like freezing. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and, that was like during the holidays. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was how was I breathing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't like cold showers. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I, I think the ice bath is is really, really good. And I think that's what we're gonna be able to talk about is practices. Yeah, totally. And I just want to side note that you had a a video go viral on your Instagram recently with like million, seven million. I don't know what. 9.2 million now. No. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So by the time this comes out, it'll probably be at 10 million, million which is tomorrow. But um, yeah. So very cool. Wow. So if anybody wants to know more, I would say go to your Instagram at at the the big big pygmy. And you know what? I'll try to put a link to that particular video, video? too, cool. although 10 million people have already seen it, so I guess yeah. people listening have seen it. Yeah, and, and we're doing <laughs> yeah. a follow-up video that will be out today or tomorrow. Awesome. And it'll be about setting your breath beforehand, during it, cool. and then how to warm up after, and kind of a, bla- a brain stack hack or a flow state hack, which is um, what I like to do. I like to take alpha brain like 15, 30 minutes before an ice bath because mm-hmm. it starts to set in. Then I submerge my head fully uh, whenever I get in and whenever I exit. And I just feel mentally on, That's on, awesome. on top of everything. I'll try submerging my head one day, but I can't do that every day because I don't want to wash my hair every day. So. I know. I, I, I shower and wash my hair two or three times a day. So yeah. anyway, that's great. I've already you. showered. Yeah. It's noon and I've already showered and washed my hair twice today. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love you, honey. Yeah. All right. So um, I have sort of a list of questions of just habit related and um, planning related for the new year that I wanted us to go through. Cool. Yeah. So I thought we'd talk about it. First off, I thought we would just say what our favorite planner is, which I think I found even before we met, I think I had one. And then we both had this in common, which is the full focus. We're not advertising this or anything. We just love it. It's the full focus planner, right? From from Michael um, Hyatt. Michael Hyatt. And there's a lot of videos on how to use it. There are a lot of planners out there that I've liked before, including like the habit tracker from James Clear and stuff like that. But this one, not, I don't think anything compares to this one. This and I'm holding, I'm holding an old one that we had that you had ordered years ago that we had extras. But the new one is ex- especially really good. So that is a high recommendation. Full focus planner. Yeah. And you that, can order it online. I like it even for the listener if they do go get one, which again, we're not, they're not sponsors of the I, show I or anything. I wish they were. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can be. But um, yeah. there's a QR code and I really like that because it takes you through the tutorial videos. That's nice. That's in the newer, that's in the most recent one, which right. everyone would get. Yeah. And um, how about we, start we with... watched the videos too, yeah. which were useful. And I want to just say to one of these habit trackers, because I like an actual notebook. So some people might like an app and maybe they have an app now. I don't know. But it goes through three months. So it's not a whole year. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. But it's very detailed um, for Super you to get detailed. to your goals. So you mm-hmm. start off with your 10 annual goals. Yeah. And you detail those out and then you detail where they're going to be, like what quarter you're going to focus on them. And you have used this like to its fullest before, right? Mm-hmm. Writing out all the goals and doing everything mm-hmm. it says because I haven't. Yeah, okay. I have. And This is my first time to, even when I've been using say, it for years, I haven't done it. I would say it. I hit every goal probably. Or maybe there's one or two that I didn't, but. If I went back when you used it for a year or three months, I think when I use it for a full year and, but I think in the three months, the goals that I wrote down for that quarter, I've hit all of them and exceeded them. Oh my God. There's power in writing it. Yes. So I think, I think apps are great, but I think in today's digital age, you can get distracted by using something on your phone because it's so easy to just switch right over to Instagram or Spotify or YouTube or text messages or email and so having something where you could have both, but I, I really like having the daily schedule and the weekly schedule and the monthly schedule in here because, um, for me, you know, it, I have a difficulty with online or scheduling, um, personally, yeah. if I write it down, I'll remember it. I don't mind online scheduling, but I love writing it but down. I have both and schedule I, I it by writing it and, and then, and then put it. Into yeah. your digital from there. And one of the things, I mean, I've talked about it on the show too. I've done things where I've written stuff on my notes app and been able to review it all the time. So people can, but one of the things I like about this that I was going to mention later is the fact that it's encouraging you to review your goals every single day. Every day. 
every day. And so it's like a a system for reviewing your goals every day. So that's something I kind of have done before, but I don't think I've done it as diligently as this. So I'm going to try to complete all three months and really. So what's neat is really the system also to maximize it is you have your annual goals review daily Mm -hmm. and that gets you charged up for the year and Mm -hmm. for the day. But then you have your daily big three and your weekly big three. So you're also looking at every day these three will get me to my weekly three, which will then get me to my quarterly three, which will get me to my annual 10 goals. That's what I like about it because it it pushes me into these smaller actions Mm. that help me get to my goals. Even just reviewing the big ones, I'm like, okay, yeah, I know some things I need to do that I can do today to achieve that. And so that like helps me a lot. And, and one of the things that's got in it too is a system for your day, like a, uh, where is it? It's called the daily uh, rituals. Yeah. The daily rituals. So it's got a morning ritual, a workday startup ritual, a workday shutdown ritual and evening ritual. And so, you know, one of my favorite books, which I don't think you've finished reading yet, but is, um, the war of art by Stephen Pressfield, which I talk about all the freaking time. And so if you haven't read it yet and you listen to this show, please read. And it's short and it's easy. It's so easy to read. But one of the things he talks about (laughs) is like a workday startup ritual. And I don't know if he calls it that, but he calls it calling in the muse or something like that. But he has all these little things he does. Mm -hmm. And his are really little too. Sometimes he like, he sets out a special little, I don't know, figurine or something. And he does these like certain things that trigger his mind to know this is what we're doing now. It's the same as like going into a fight, you know, like you have these rituals that you do before it and then you're prepared. Fight week and fight day, you Mm -hmm. always have something, a routine that kind of gets your mental focus there. But I've tried to start that. I need to start it again this year. That should be what I write down. Um, Right now I have like finished some calls, but really I need to have a work day or work out startup routine which used to be whenever I drive in, I would have a short playlist of however long my drive is, 15 or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I would play music, one that would kind of like visualize what I want to accomplish, no lyrics in it. And then as I'm pulling in, uh, the two songs right before is my walkout song. Mm-hmm. And so I literally have my walkout song that I'll have into the cage every day I go to training. So that way I'm getting into, okay, I'm going in here to fight, to compete, to train, to get ready. Mm-hmm. And then I have right when I'm pulling in uh, kind of a victory song, something that I'd either listen to afterwards or makes me feel kind of charged up like I just won the fight. So nice. I have the walkout and then I have the victory song <laughs> before I even head yeah. into to training. Well, I haven't really like done anything like that, you know, to like set up my own flow uh, or rituals which I'm all about rituals I love that and so I'm trying to that's one of my goals is to get way more into a habit I guess with it you know and um, and I like that I think it 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 sets your mind in the right place and one of the other things that Stephen Pressfield talks about in that book is doing what's important versus what's urgent and you know really that sets your mind into, I don't need to do, I don't need to focus on like little, little things that don't matter. Like let's say if you're sitting at your desk, it might be paying a bill. Like that is urgent and it matters, but it's not what's important in your creative process and what you're creating Mm -hmm. and the bigger goal, which is, you know, probably creating your business or whatever it is. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm wondering if I could shift gears just a little bit because it's the new year. Uh And one of the things I really love about it is, you know, everyone gets excited for their new year's resolutions, things like that. And most people don't follow through with them. Um, I'm, I'm one of those that have set new year's resolutions and not followed through with them. And, but I also think there's something really great about hope and about optimism. And I think that's what everyone has kind of going into the new year. And I look down at my annual goals and to the left, I have some quotes written. Okay. I thought I'd just read a couple of those. Please do. I love quotes. Because the first one is my mom's favorite quote. What is it? Uh, it's by Zig Ziglar. Mm-hmm. And it says, optimism is going after Moby Dick in a rowboat and bringing the tartar sauce with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's tongue in cheek, but I just love it. It, it. I've Googled it and it's got, you know, a picture of Moby Dick and someone in a rowboat, mm-hmm. rowboat as like a meme and... I just love that because it's like, hey, be optimistic going into the new year. And 
but back it with a system and a process of like writing down your goals and visualizing it and dreaming about it. And then like breaking it down into how you're going to get there. And yeah. that's maybe we can get into some of ours, but on optimism, I found another quote. I was listening to a podcast and someone said, the pessimist finds difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees, finds, discovers, and unearths opportunity in any difficulty. I'm just like, huh. I love that. Yeah. I think I'm more That's of an all optimist. About perspective. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm more of an optimist, but sometimes I can be pessimistic. Yes. And you I can. can see the difficulty in the opportunity instead of being the optimist and seeing the opportunity in any difficulty. And that's a habit too. It's part, it's like training yourself. It's like finding gratitude in the hard situations. It's the yeah. same thing, you know, yeah. but what's the opportunity here? Yeah. What's the opportunity right now? You know, what's coming up. And then I thought this for other people that maybe don't see yourself as others see you. And what I mean by that is sometimes we're our own worst critic and we won't allow ourselves to see ourselves like maybe others do. Like sometimes you see the greatness in me and I definitely see the greatness in you. I have like on one of my lists, I think it's someone I have laminated in the shower, that goal mm. list. And it says like to be the woman that Justin sees me as, you Aww. know, but I mean, I love that. and I just, I mean that in the best way possible. Like, like what you're saying, like we, I agree, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I look at people and see so much, Good and so mm. many awesome things. And so we got to give like, that gift to ourselves as we give it to others. God dang, why is that so hard to do? I don't know, but um, it's so probably because listening. we're more wired for survival. <laughs> yeah. You know? We still are hunter-gatherers yeah. uh, biologically. Yeah. And now we have so much comfort. And um, so we, we see things as like... We're looking for problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking for problems to solve. Creating them if we can't find them. Yeah. 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 But I, what I wrote down with that, see what others see, realize and manifest the magnitude of my potential. So yeah. whoever's listening, see what others see in you and realize and manifest the magnitude of your own potential. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Let's just do that this year. Let's do it. <laughs> whoever's listening. Let's do it together. Let's all do it. Let's all do Come it. Come on. Look at yeah. the camera, Justin. Let's all do it. Let's all do it. Come we got to do it. We got to do it. Because. All right. Each day is a gift. Today mm -hmm. is precious because there is a limit to the time assigned to you and me. Mm -hmm. Use that time to free myself and free others because free people, free people. Nice. This is good. Like Especially that. for like, you know, thinking about all your work. Yeah. 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 I think, and I've said this, I think on your show before, but it's usually with the, per the person with the most reasons usually wins. Mm -hmm. I even have that now on the mirror in the bathroom. Mm-hmm person with the most reasons usually wins and so stack the reasons and i think yeah. that's what we have the opportunity to do in the new year is stack the reasons why this is important why it's important to you personally why it's important to your partner or your children why it's important to your business and your co-workers or the people you serve well that's one of the things we write out in here for our annual goals is your key motivators yeah. it says but it is tapping into your why Mm. And finding those reasons. And I think, I don't think there's a big enough space, at least in mine, <laughs> for it. Like, and, and that doesn't mean I know all the reasons, but I think there needs to be a bigger space just because the more reasons, the more likely we are to feel super driven mm. to achieve that goal, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, um, would you want to go through one of these? How, it, how it's laid out and read yeah, one sure. of your goals? Sure, let's do it. And me read one of mine. Well, well I was going to say like, what's the best habits and practices. That, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So I was going to say, what are your favorites? So maybe pick one that's your favorite and like, let's talk about that. Okay. I've got one pulled up. So, uh, one of mine is, and I decided on this a few weeks ago and then it fell in my lap to do is to do a pull up, which I've never done a pull up. So that is a very concrete goal, which mm. is pretty cool. Yeah. And it involves habits and it involves um, really showing up for it and then a, a concrete achievement. So this one gives key motivators and it, it has what domain it's in. And for me, this is spiritual, emotional, and physical because like I've already cried in my workouts mm. that I'm doing with Angela Gargano, who's going to be a guest on this show. 
and she leads pull-up challenges and helps women get their first pull-up. So that's what we're doing. She's my coach and I'm working out five days a week on that specifically. And can I do a pull-up? No, no, y'all, I'm not even close. And today I almost shed tears again at the gym. I know it's okay. She said that's part of it. I already did work out twice. It's Um, only noon. (laughs) I know it's only you. Um, and for my key motivators, I think that part of it is that I've just not done enough physical work on myself in the last year and a half and I've gained weight and I'm not really happy with my body to be perfectly honest because I know it can be better. And so I just, it felt different than like setting a weight loss goal. It was like, okay, I will set an achieve, a physical achievement goal. You know, like a running marathon or something like that. So that's kind of what it seems like to me. So that's what I'm doing to show myself and others that I can do it. And for, I wrote a fun physical goal. I don't know how much fun it is right now, but you know, it'll be fun once I do it. I was watching this yeah. guy at the gym today. Oh my God. He had one of those weight belts on like Aaron wears yeah. Aaron Alexander and he, with a big weight hanging. He was just like rocking these pull-ups and I was like, I, 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 I'm, he looked at me after he I was standing there watching him like, wow, you know? And, um, so anyway, that's something that I can concretely track. They have a street tracker on here to check my progress. And so, I mean, I, I do it in an app anyway, but yeah, so there's one. That's awesome. That I went through. And it, it has next steps, and that's showing up for my workouts every day and installing a pull-up bar here in our house, which we did. And um, the, and then it has a reward. How will you celebrate? So thinking of a celebration or a reward for every goal. I, I That was really hard for me to fill out on all these, like for some of them to think of a reward. And so for this one, it's going to be to celebrate with Angela here on the show. We're going to cool. do an episode and talk about the whole thing and the, the ups and show. downs and the yeah. accomplishments. Which she told me it's going to be a roller coaster emotionally, and that's okay. Yeah. So. Are you ready to up level your pleasure practice? I have in mind, and one of the tools that I've used is from Wands. That's W A A N D S. One of my favorite items that they have is the cervix wand. It is their number one best-selling glass pleasure wand for vaginal and anal de-armoring. That means more sensation. That means more getting in touch with your body. It's designed for cervical and G-spot stimulation, and it has helped thousands of women become more connected to themselves and their own pleasure while supporting them to heal pelvic pain through self-yoni massage. So if you are curious about getting more in touch with yourself, then I have an offer for you. You can get a discount using my code, Amy Edwards, but if you use the link in the show notes, you can get 20% off from Wands. They have so many other beautiful items to choose from with a large selection of 100% pure crystal pleasure wands. They create the most gorgeous, luxurious products that encourage you to honor your body, celebrate your sexuality, and live in pleasure which is a big part of what we're about on this show. And yes, I use one myself. So go today to wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, and use the code Amy Edwards for 10% off, or use my link in the show notes for 20% off of your purchase from Wands. Again, my favorite is the cervix wand. It is trademarked and it is amazing take it from me. Check it all out and the reviews on wands.com. That's W-A-A-N-D-S.com and use my link in the show notes for 20% off. I was going to read one about Fight for the Forgotten, but actually to stay maybe on topic with the show and practices. Cool. I have the one power up, like power practices. I could read that. Power practices. Yeah, I like that. Or I could do the recovery one in sobriety. Think power practices. Let's do power practices. Yeah. Okay. I think people would like to know your power practices. So this and is, I like that you called it power practices. Yeah. At the <laughs> top, it says power up. Power up. And then the quote I put with it is, love myself like my life depends on it. Why? Because it does. Yep. And then power practices. So the goal statement, your smarter goal, like specific and um, all the areas it affects in your life. And my power practices are level up on the things I know are required of myself. Strength building, soul feeding, body nurturing, mind expanding routines, rituals, daily disciplines, laser focus, and the 90 day challenge. 
So my key motivations are to love myself like my life depends on it. Uh, from the kid with a dream to a man that makes it happen. Uh, to be the man I can be, the partner I can be, the founder of Fight for the Forgotten. Uh, that d- the founder that Fight for the Forgotten deserves. Level up my life and achieve my goals and dreams. Take care of me and take care of o- so I can take care of others. Seize the day. Make the most of our limited resource time. And then basically the next steps are the 90-day morning startup challenge, which is to charge up, 90-day nightly shutdown to turn off, uh, the 25-3, that's from a book called The Comfort Crisis that I'm going to read this and year. And that's 25-3. Yep. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes outside daily, mm-hmm. like for a walk or getting in nature or getting sunlight, uh, five hours a month where you kind of just go get lost. Um, and so like a hike for five hours or like something like that. Yeah, soul thing. wander for mm-hmm. five hours, one, one time a month. And then three days a year where you just get off the grid and you're probably disconnected from your phone for the most part, but it might be for me camping, hiking. Uh, maybe I go on a hunting trip with a friend that I can help carry out the animal. I've never done that, but, uh, I mean, I've done that for others, mm-hmm. but it'd just be something outside in nature. Um, uh, every year. So then a daily wake up and sleep time, sleep health. So having that as like a priority, getting enough sleep, turning off my phone at least an hour before bedtime, Mm -hmm. and then waking up the same time every day, uh, review goals daily and fight or full. uh, Anytime I see FF, I think fight for the forgotten, but it's full focus planner every day. Oh yeah. And that's one of my power practices that I'm tapping into is I'm not only reading my goals, but I'm reading my vows that I wrote to myself when I turned 50. I'll put a link to that in the show notes mm. too. If you missed that. Yeah. So I have a street tracker and so I've had every day so far and I like that as a goal progress where you can do that. But the celebration, I think the celebration for us since the Sydney's graduating and mm-hmm. uh, Gigi's going into high school would be like a trip to Europe. That's what a we family want. Trip. That's yeah. one of my goals. Yeah. Actually. That's one of your goals. Mm-hmm. And that would be the reward for me powering up, doing everything that I know I need to do to get the things done that should be done. Mm-hmm. Which if I'm doing these power practices, it means I'm going to get to the goals. Yeah. So that's why it's one of the goals. I love it. Yeah. Good, babe. I love that. Thanks. So thanks for sharing all that. Um, let's see. Uh, one of my big ones was donating and volunteering. Mm. So I just, I guess I just wanted to speak that out, you know, and like... Contribution yesterday. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for donating to Fight for the Forgotten. Thanks to us, really. We donated. And, um, you know, I wanted to start off the year. I feel like there's a lot to be said for that. So Mm. uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to just give more focus to that because I haven't. I haven't. So um, people can follow along and reach out to me or whatever. You know, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be donating and donating my time more too. So. Mm. I'm going to figure out some ways. If anybody is listening and wants me to do something, let me know. (laughs) Have a volunteer opportunity. (laughs) I'm up up for it. Um, Yeah, so those power practices were interesting because what I've noticed too is I already have a lot of established habits. And so I'm thinking about how I can make those better, how I can improve. And one of the things we saw was... Was it Jay Shetty that shared it about doing more, doing doing more of something, doing less of something? That was actually something? Jim Quick. Jim Quick. Who we okay. got to meet and is yeah. awesome. And- yeah, he's such a nice guy and a, a fabulous speaker. We got to yeah. hear him speak at Dr. Amon's Gala. And so he was talking about finding, if you wanted to just tap into something really simple, finding something you want to do more of like meditating, mm-hmm. um, something you want to do less of like phone time and something you want to stop. Like, what would that be? Yeah. Something you want to stop completely. Well, that could be processed food. I don't know. Yeah. It could be drinking for someone. Alcohol. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, or, and then something you want to start, which yeah. could be exercise or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Those are four simple ways to get ready for the year. Mm-hmm. What can I do more of? Mm-hmm. What can I do less of? What can I stop entirely? And what can I start for the first time? Yeah. And I kind of like felt like I have so many established habits already that that was kind of useful for me. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what are the ones that maybe I can Well, can you pick talk about on? that a little bit? Because you said something pretty powerful where you're like, I looked at it and I'm like, I've got the routine. I've got the rituals. I've got that. So 
what I took from that was you've got that and now it's your year to like level up and all your goals and dreams. You can really focus on your goals. I did say that. Because you have the practices already to back them up. Yeah. You have a firm foundation there, which I, and if we do the reverse, I'm working on establishing Mm -hmm. a lot of those habits and practices to where they're second nature. They're not second nature yet. Like for you. So that's good. I've been in that position, you know, where I wanted those to become second nature. And I didn't, I guess I kind of didn't even realize that they could, you know, Mm. but they can. And now they have. And so every day I love getting up early and I love drinking water right when I get up and just all these little things. I write down my gratitude, my list of five things I'm grateful for every day. Mm -hmm. I do a little journaling with the journal prompts that I like and which I made a reels about that. I'll I got a lot of stuff to add in my show notes. It's on my reels. And just, uh, I read every morning. I have several books that I recycle through. I, (laughs) you're the only person I know that lays out like three, four, five books at a time and you pick up one (laughs) and you read until you're done and pick up another one. I know I do. I like it like that. I like to read a little and let it sink in. And so, um, but I'm trying to add in the envisioning and the, goals. Mm. So that's a part that, that I feel like I can improve and do more of, but I have a self-love practice where I look in the mirror every day. I talk to myself, say, I love you. I do Reiki on myself. I draw cards. I uh, do my step work too, because I am in Al-Anon and have a sponsor. And so I don't know if that's supposed to remain anonymous, but whatever. And so I do some step work every single day and I'm on step four. So that's been good. That's been really interesting and reviewing my goals, reviewing my vows. And then I wrote on here, plan my phone time. So I'm not sure what that looks like yet, but I'm actually trying to have some limits around my phone time. I'm kind of trying to do that. I put that in my ideal week for my morning ritual. It takes about 45 minutes and I'm wanting to wake up at 5 30 AM and then drink two liters of water right Damn. when I get up. So Good God, that's a lot of water. Minutes. Well, for me, it's not that much. Um, <laughs> so start with two liters of room temperature water. I fill it up the night before. Mm-hmm. Start with a three-minute ice bath. Um, then I do some reading for about 10 minutes. Then I grab my training gear and go. And if I have time, I can do a bonus walk around the block. Uh, but get to the gym, stretch my back, neck, shoulder, uh, maybe hang um, for my shoulders. And then I do my morning class because drillers make killers from six 30 to eight 30. And then I drive and shower, be back home. And that's kind of that morning ritual before I have my workday startup ritual. That's me yeah. every day going and getting that. But on the f- screen time, I'm actually trying to put 30 minute blocks where I have them two to three times a day. That's so much better than picking up your phone all the time. All the time, yeah. And like responding to messages and Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's so much more efficient. Yeah, so that's in the ideal week. What I like about that is I wrote at the top, determine what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, if if I had 100% control of my schedule. And so it's an ideal week. You're never going to hit it perfectly every week, but it has Monday through Sunday. And so I have the wake up, uh, have the ice bath, the drilling, shower startup ritual so i put in my startup ritual after i mm-hmm. get my shower back home then i have social media 30 minutes max at 10 a.m and that's controlling those dopamine hits too mm-hmm. you know yeah and then i have a three donors calls that's like uh mm-hmm. my big one i have to do every day is, is reach out to three donors or supporters encourage mm-hmm. them uh update them then i get to have lunch then I have podcast outreach for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have speaking outreach. And then I have another little block for phone time again for 30 minutes. If yeah. I want to do a social media post, that's when I'll do it. And then uh, in the evening, I'll go back to my workout, come back, drill, shower, live goes. Live goes, then shower. And then I'll have another little 30-minute block of that's good social media. So anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half a day because a lot of my work uh, lives there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All of but us. An hour, hour and a half is a lot less than six hours, eight hours that, that I think uh, mm-hmm. people find on their screen time. Sometimes. Well, because you get on there and if you don't have an end time, you, then you're just going to scroll mindlessly. Right. And sometimes a little voice will be like, you're not even interested in anything that you're scrolling past. And I'm like, <laughs> you're right. I'm not. I try to like my friend's stuff, but sometimes I don't even like my, I mean, I don't even, 
um, watch my friend's stuff. I just like it without even watching it. You know, mm. I'm like, oh, I'll throw a little heart there because that matters. Anyway, um, okay, so you touched on a lot in your day, and so did I in like my goals and everything we've been talking about. One of the books I was reading had seven different um, mm. different areas of your life to center your goals around. So I wanted to read those just so people have that as kind of a framework. And I'll put it in the show notes too. It's personal, relationships, health and body, career and education, recreation, financial, and contribution. Mm. And um, you can change those words however you want, of course, but I like contribution to that word. Recreation, I, th- I thought of a different word that I liked better for that, beginning with an R, what was it? Anyway, um, those are all really great ones to maybe notice something you've been neglecting, you know? Yeah. And for me, there I noticed like contribution. That was one that I really wasn't focused on at all. And so I was excited to create a goal around that. And then the other one, I think a lot of physical stuff. I think I was neglecting like the pull-up thing. So I, I centered some around that. And especially after talking to Jade, uh, which was last week's episode <clears throat> with Jade Bryce, she talked a lot about her own pleasure practice and using that as meditation. And so that really um, affected me too because I was like, oh, I want to tap more into my pleasure practice and prioritize that because I haven't been and and sexual practices, you know, like together as a couple and just how we can continue to connect further there. So those, those are some that I felt like I was noticing. So I would just say, you know, those are really good categories to pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. And love is one of my goals. This to love up, love um, up, to love, love Mm -hmm. up, level love. And I wrote down like kingdom care. If this is like our kingdom here, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's like relationship focus, love my queen Amy, discover, develop, deepen, display intimacy, prioritize us, mm-hmm. love meeting once a week, yoga once a week, date night once a week, uh, 101 great nights of sex uh, once a week, mm-hmm. um, and then love in action, be honest, show support. And then uh, why? It's to have the best relationship and best year ever with my best friend. Yeah. Right. I know. And it's easy to focus on other things and like let these things that are closest to us slide. So, um, thank you for writing that. And I feel the same way. So, um, those are, those are so good right there. Let me ask you this. Cause I feel like we probably need to wrap up pretty soon. Sure. What, um, how do you balance like the idea of one day at a time and then looking toward these bigger goals? Um, I think. Are you sorry, writing down goals right now? What did you, you just do? I was I was writing down the Jimmy Rex. <laughs> He's you, like you making notes. <laughs> did you think of something you need to get done? Weekend. Yes, I thought of one thing I, I need to get done today. Um, and so I wrote that down so I don't forget it. Uh, but that's going to be a weekend for us with a relationship a, coach, right? And, that's uh, what we do. Yeah. But I think that you have to distill your big goals and dreams into monthly, weekly, daily actions, um, or else you don't get there. Yeah. Um, I think people say a dream without a plan is just a wish. Yeah. And it's like, well, that sucks if a, if a dream's just a wish. Yeah. And so it becomes a goal and a plan that you bring into realization through, through like just focusing on it and like doing the things that you have to do to get there. Um, There's an element in there for me too of being kind to myself mm. if I didn't hit all the sure. things that day, you know, and not beating myself up because that is counterproductive. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Is finding that balance mm-hmm. between like doing what you can, but also like holding it open handed, not mm-hmm. having such a tight grip on it where you're white knuckling it and saying, I have to do this. And then whenever you don't hit the mark on mm-hmm. every single day, having your ideal week, your perfect day, like that fist is still clenched and it's like, it's a fist and uh, yeah. you're ready to punch something cause you didn't get there. And it's like, no, hold it open handed. Say, this is what I know I can do, what I should do. And what I'm going to try to do with my best. 
but um, yeah, if you don't... like that's the ideal. Yeah. And you know what? That's the framework that we're building to work within. And, mm-hmm. and that's just always like a challenge for me not to beat myself up when I don't achieve it all. Cause I'll like make too lofty of a list or too lofty of things to do. And then I don't achieve them all. And I'm just setting myself up for not doing it. And that's one of the good things about like the big three for the day in that mm-hmm. book. Although sometimes I don't hit my big three. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying though. I didn't yesterday, but anyway, <laughs> today is a new day. And so I'm going to try to hit those big three. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> for anyone listening, if hey, recording the show was on my big three today. So. Hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I think for people, if they just want to simplify it, like write down 10 goals they have this year yeah, and then pick three to focus on over the next three or four months. Yeah. And then, uh, but do your goal details of like, don't just write down the goal, write down like why it's important to you. Yeah. And sometimes one of the tricks that I saw in, uh, I think Jank, Jack, Jack Canfield's book was writing, figuring out what you don't want. Cause it's mm. so easy oh, sometimes. Tell that part. So it was so it was easy it was sometimes. Like don't want and do want. Mm-hmm. It was like, I know I don't want uh, a partner who's lazy, <laughs> you know, if you're trying to manifest your ideal partner. And then you would say, okay, I do want someone who pays attention to their health and is engaged with life and, yeah. you know, is, is interested in bettering themselves. So yeah. then you're putting it, it's the same that I talk about with, um, with affirmations, you know, mm-hmm. getting the negative out of there. And he even says, if you're writing these down, like the don't wants, and then you're writing the do wants, scratch he even says, scratch wants. out, like X it out. And I yeah. did a few and I X'd them out and I was like, Ooh, that's fun. Oh, I like that. So yeah. So if I were to try to do it on a fly when it comes to like sobriety, yeah, what yeah, I would do write it. is what I don't want is a hangover. What I don't want is a broken relationship or broken trust in yeah. relationship. What I don't want is uh, letting people down, letting myself down. Mm-hmm. But so then you say, I do want to feel good in the morning. I do want to feel good I in the morning. I do want to have an intimate, trusting relationship. Mm-hmm. And what was the last one? I do want to. Uh, I don't want to. I forget. I don't... <laughs> Somebody <laughs> But like what the I want is basically. Um, I want to be happy, healthy, joyous, and free. Yeah. I want yeah. to uh, be the person that I know I can be. That was it. Yeah. That was the third one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to be a man of integrity that uh, people can count on. Yeah. That I can count on. It's so easy. Yeah. I, I like that trick a lot. So I'm glad we got to mention that. And then last, I wanted to read that post from Neil Strauss. Can we pull it up on your phone? I actually saved it. So yes. You saved it. Fabulous. So this is a post from Neil Strauss who wrote a book called The Truth, which I highly recommend it is on one of my 10 favorite books ever list. The Truth, um, yeah. I don't even have the list, but if I did, that book would be on it. So Neil Strauss, and he posted this on Instagram. It's a little slideshow, so I'm going to read it right now. He said, this year in 2023, I'm focusing on the little moments, the small choices we make every day, Mm. all the little moments that add up to a life, one lost if we keep making the easy, comfortable choices rather than the ones that best serve us. So this year I resolved to, in each moment when faced with a decision, to make the choice that best serves my highest, happiest self. What does this mean? It means when faced with the choice every morning of checking the phone or getting fresh air to rise and be in nature, when faced with the choice of drinking a sugary beverage or water to choose water, when faced with the choice of seeing someone out of obligation or saying that uncomfortable no to choose myself, when faced with the choice of doing work on my creative projects or clearing out my inbox to choose my purpose, when faced with the choice of exercising or surfing or finishing that streaming show to get off my ass and exercise. When faced with the choice of supporting a friend, community, meaningful initiative, or being too busy to contribute. When faced with mm. the choice of being present with my child or returning texts to be, present, to be a present father. When faced with the choice of worrying or meditating to practice mindfulness. When faced with the choice of doing or avoiding to do. Most of us know what makes us happy or our lives feel meaningful. It is a small handful of things, yet so often we don't put those things first, whether it's our personal passions or our physical and emotional health 
or our loved ones. We get hundreds of opportunities a day to make choices we know to be right for us. Mm. When we choose comfort or fear or vanity over the things that enliven us, we become the architects of our own regret. Only when it is too late do we utter those three painful words, I should have. So join me in making this the year of choosing your highest self and good. It won't be easy, but that's the point. The first step is to recognize these small decision points Mm. where we go with what's easy or habitual or do nothing instead of what's right. The second step is to hesitate before each of those forking paths <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and summon the energy to make what is often the harder choice, the one that may require more willpower or exertion or discomfort. The third step is to review each day and see where mm. you sold your best self out. That's a good practice yep. too, reviewing each day where you made choices that took you away from happiness, health, purpose, or connection. The fourth step is to start each day anew with a conscious commitment to the choices you want to make to become self-aware and self-correcting. And when our willpower fails us to get the help and support we need to have these choices made for us so we can't escape our best lives. Mm, that's so really, really good. good. All of it was good. He's such a good writer. And that's just so well put. I can't think of anything you didn't cover there. Yeah. You know? And, um, and just like, I, I know that I've had those choices, even like when we're choosing laying in bed at night and choosing to either look at our phone or watch TV or go to sleep versus connecting with each other or reviewing our day, Hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not even that hard, Yeah, but we're taking the easier path. I was walking someone through ice baths today and I was, he did his first intuitive ice bath where he wasn't locked onto his, cause he had his watch on. Uh I was like, Paul, how about we just do an intuitive one where you just get in and listen to your body, like really tune in and see what you need and when you're ready to get out. What's funny was his goal was three minutes. He wasn't attached to the clock at all. And all of a sudden he goes, I think I'm ready to get out hit three minutes right when he said that. Wow. I was like, three minutes, my man. <laughs> how, how cool is that? And so I think thinking about that with the ice bath, but relating it to life is in those moments of like how he said to pause on those mm-hmm. forking paths. It's like those moments where we can choose comfort or discomfort or <clears throat> like for us, are we going to watch another episode or are we going to turn this off and like connect with each other, look at each other and have a conversation. It's like, that's how I'd rather in the day, um, I or mean, review our day. When we look back on our lives, we're not going to remember the show we watched. Mm-mm. We're going to remember the connected moments. Right. I think we're fairly good at it, but I think that I we think, can get much better. I think we can improve. I do for too. Sure. Yeah. Something to do more of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Any last thought before we go? Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, and thanks for doing this. Yeah, and I'm really grateful for the listeners. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, like to say thank you to them for supporting you, the woman I love the most, person I love the most in the world. I love you. And so if you like this show, if you got something out of it, please share it, like it. It would be awesome if you left a review, <laughs> whether that's on Spotify. You're doing my or job for me. <laughs> on iTunes or YouTube, mm-hmm. like leave a comment letting me know what you thought of this episode. Or take it and share it in our story. Thanks, and, honey. Yeah. Yes. And just, your podcast is going to be, it's been on a short hiatus and yeah. it will be back very soon. Right. And I will let listeners know as, about that as well. So yeah. they can catch up on Overcome with Justin Wren too. Yeah. Um, and they can follow you at The Big Pygmy and yeah. donate to Fight for the Forgotten as well, which it's, yeah. we talked about donating. So yeah. that was our first donation of the year was yeah. donating to fightfortheforgotten.org. At least and for us, it was a I mean, I'm just grateful. It was a sizable yeah. donation and it's starting the year off right. Yeah. And it's really investing into what we just started drilling, which is our first ever water reservoir. I know. Well, we know it goes exactly where it should mm-hmm. go and it goes to help people. And we just bought and 10 acres of land. It's going to be go. where the hospital is located <laughs> and the school. Hey. And, so and we're, we're going to start a women's initiative mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah. So I'm very excited about and that. On f- probably around February 15th, 16th, I go back. Yeah. And so stay tuned for incredible updates of the people that I just think yeah. are some of the world's most amazing, awesome, incredible people. And they deserve a lot of love. So we're going to be the connecting point of resources for yes. community, mind, and heart development. Oh, that's beautiful, We're going to be building better lives. Yeah. 
Fight for the Forgotten's had like some like reorganization lately yeah, too with growth. And yeah. so it's very exciting. It is. Yep. So looking forward to a good year. And I love you so much. I love you so much. You're Last so thing I'll say. Yeah. I love you. I love you. But also I love you, Michael Bezdek. He's a new executive director. Oh, yes. and he listens to and he all listens your to episodes. Oh, yeah. yes. We're very grateful for him. He's yeah. so awesome. He is. So he is. I'm a big fan of Michael. If Bernard listens sometimes. He's going to come with us. So if Bernard, you're listening, hello. I can't <laughs> wait to get to Uganda with you. Any other shout outs? No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already talked about her favorite quote. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I love you so much. And if anybody has specific practices that that they want to share with us, we would love to hear them. And I would love to share them. So um, maybe, you know, on the next episodes or something, we can tap in and talk about those if you have any. So anything that I missed or any anything that you just want to share and think is, is really great. So I would love to hear it because I'm always open to that stuff. And of course, any way that we can better our lives. So thank you so much for being here. You're doing this for yourself and I am so grateful. So I hope you got something out of this. Remember to follow Justin at the big pygmy and I will put links to everything in those show in the show notes. So you can just look down there for a lot of links to all sorts of things that we talked about today. Um, I guess that's about it. I'm looking forward to a really exciting year for this show because I feel so driven. It's one of my goals is to elevate this show to one of the top in the world. So thank you to all you early adapters. You know what's up. You can say, I listened when. <laughs> that's the plan anyway. I love you so much. So rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend. If anybody popped in your head or perhaps there's somebody that you want to stay accountable with them and, you know, like have an accountability partner because Justin and I obviously are doing this full focus planner together and able to talk about it. And it helps a lot just to have someone that you're accountable with. So I'd encourage you to do that. Maybe you can share this with them and have a conversation about, you know, ways that you guys want to implement this. I think that would be super cool. And I'd love to hear about that too. So let me know. You can always hit me up at amy at amyedwards.com or at realamyedwards on Instagram or the magic babe on TikTok. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah, let's do this thing. Let's, let's kick ass in 2023, right? That's the plan. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Get to planning your greatness, your best year Damn ever. Right. Till next time. This has been the Amy Edwards show from Overcome Studios. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. Sign up for our newsletter at amyedwards.com.